0: Thank you for joining us on Community Focus this morning, where we talk about the issues that matter in South Florida and the people and organizations that are making a difference. This being Earth Month, I am excited to reveal plans for a reimagining of Huizenga Park that includes a commitment to keep it a green space in downtown Fort Lauderdale forever in perpetuity. To tell us about the project, I'm very happy to welcome from the Huizanga Park Foundation, Steve Hudson. Good morning. Good morning, Ellen. How are you? I am great. It's a pleasure to talk to you. Can you give me a little of the park history and the vision you have?
1: Sure. And I'm going to back up a little bit here. And so personally, so our family moved to Fort Lauderdale in the mid fifties. I was born and raised here, a true native. The sleepy little seasonal town has grown into a vibrant city, that now gets thrown around in the same conversations as Austin, Nashville, and others. 60 years ago, the DDA acquired this special tract of land on the New River that runs through downtown Fort Lauderdale. And 20 years ago, the park was named after my uncle Wayne Heisinger and his many contributions to this community, including his role in helping to build downtown Fort Lauderdale. Now, it's likely the city was on track to greatness, regardless of his influence. However, I would strongly argue that, If it were not for Wayne insisting that all his companies be headquartered in Fort Lauderdale, that transformation would have taken decades longer. So, 20 years ago, when the park was officially named Heisinger Park, the DDA set out to build a festival park to host large events to keep the workforce downtown after 5 p.m. and draw people to the downtown at a time when no one lived here. Over the past two decades, the park has been successful in its original mission— Hosting large events at St. Patrick's Day music festivals, 5K runs, dog walks, community events, big community events. But our downtown has grown up, just as we planned. For Waterdale is one of the most desirable places to live in the country. There are now 25,000 downtown residents. But the current park isn't meeting the needs of this growing and vibrant downtown. We need a world-class park that we can be proud of. Our vision is to create a safe and comfortable park that is full of activity that welcomes everyone all times of the day, any day of the year, not just for special events. The park will become a special gathering place with a series of outdoor rooms, an urban oasis, downtown's public living room, office, dining room, and backyard, all in one. Our park programming includes a restaurant along the Riverwalk, where the outdated band shell currently sits. This will help activate the park all hours of the day and night. I truly believe my uncle would be proud of this vision, and I'm thrilled to further his legacy as Heisinga Park embarks on this new and exciting chapter.
0: This is a big project. Tell me about the funding, where you are and where you need to be. The cost to redevelop
1: Heisinga Park is estimated to be $15 million. The restaurant lease will fund a portion of the capital cost and contribute to the operations and maintenance once it's built. I am proud to announce that the state of Florida awarded nearly $1 million grant to this project. In the City of Fort Lauderdale, the Commission, has made a $5 million commitment to Heisinger Park. With this action, the DDA has agreed to keep the property a public park in perpetuity for the community forever. The goal of the Heisinger Park Foundation is to raise the remaining $5 million. We are on our way to meet that goal with over $2 million in commitments to date. By meeting this goal, we can begin construction summer of 2023 and open the reimagined Heisinger Park in 2024.
0: Okay. You've piqued my interest. How can we help? How can we get involved? What do you need from us and the community? Well, I'm so glad you asked.
1: Your investment in the Reimagined Heisinger Park is a generational opportunity to build a legacy park in downtown Fort Lauderdale. 100% of the DDA board members, DDA staff, and the Heisinger Park Foundation members have all committed to financially support this campaign. I encourage you to learn more about this amazing project and the ways in which you can become involved. There are several naming opportunities available and other ways for you to make a meaningful gift. For more information, go to heisingapark.org. That's H-U-I-Z-E-N-G-A Park.org. Get involved in this truly remarkable reimagining of Heisinga Park.
0: One more time, if you would like to be part of helping to Reimagine to rebuild Haizanga Park. You can go to haizangapark.org, take a look at the plans, get involved because that's what community is all about. Ellen, thanks so much. Pleasure, absolutely. So glad you are with us on community focus this morning and we've got a trio of fabulous people to talk about the City of Miami Beach Police Department block party coming up on April 23rd. I must welcome, I'm gonna start with Deborah Martineau. Deborah, you've been with the Miami Beach City of Miami Beach government for quite some time now. What exactly is your position?
2: Well, thank you for having us. I am a neighborhood resource officer. I am a police officer and I've been with the city of Miami Beach for 21 years.
0: Wow. Uh,
2: Yes, 21 wonderful years.
0: (laughs) That's great to hear. And it says a lot about the police department and the city. Also with us is someone that you're related to by marriage, Arthur Martineau. You are the head of the Police Athletic League.
3: Yes, ma'am. I'm the executive director of the Miami Beach Police Athletic League.
0: Okay, And we have another officer with the City of Miami Beach Police Department. Officer Elliot Hazy, welcome. How long have you been with Miami Beach PD?
4: Thank you, Ellen. Yes, so I've been with the department for 16 years, and for the past eight years, I've been part of the Community Affairs Unit, and I am the Neighborhood Resource Officer for MidBeach and I'm um, basically the uh, liaison of the police department with our Jewish community.
0: Okay, I think we forget sometimes that Miami Beach is a long strip of beach and that there's South Beach, Mid-Beach and North Beach and you've got to cover all of that. So you each have your own neighborhoods, right?
2: That is correct. Thank you for that very focused and that knowledge. Yes, that is true. It's, you know, Miami Beach is a wonderful and unique city, but it is a eight mile city and you're correct. It's South Beach, North Beach and our Mid-Beach.
0: So this is the third year you're holding this block party with the police department. On April 23rd, Deborah, what can the community expect at the block party?
2: Oh, we are so excited about the block party. As my colleague Officer Hazi mentioned, this is our first time actually in the Mid Beach area. And it's going to be a family fun-filled day. You know, we would love for our community to come out, you know, meet our city entities and you know, that gives you a time to bond and, you know, ask questions. A lot of people don't know, you know, what do I do with my, you know, sanitation questions or code enforcement? All these departments are going to be there, able to give you, share information with you, connect. And you know what? The thing about a block party, it actually builds trust with our residents and even some of our visitors that know about it that day, they come over. You know, we share the information with our hotels so the guests, they get to come over and they just love it. It is a wonderful day. And the great thing about it, this is our give back day to our community. We have wonderful community businesses that are sponsoring us, sponsoring the Police Athletic League and coming out there and giving out free haircuts that day and great food, great kosher food, just a variety We have Starbucks. We have Nike coming out there, giving out swag. Everything to the community that day is free to the community. So we're excited about it. And yes, it is our third year.
0: I'm happy to say that Cox Media Group will also be joining you for the event again on the 23rd from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Now you mentioned Mid Beach. What's the exact location you'll be at?
4: So the event will take place at the 4100 block of Prairie Avenue. It's going to be right next to North Beach Elementary School. And we're also going to be occupying the parking spot that is adjacent to the school. So it's going to be a very large area. So we're going to have a lot of tents, a lot of events for the children, for adults, and for everybody that wants to attend.
0: Okay. Officer Hazi, I'm going to come back to you in a minute because you mentioned that you're the liaison with the Jewish community. And of course, this weekend being Easter and Passover, I know that there are a lot of sensitivities and there are people who are observant on both sides. So I want to talk to you more about that. But let's mention first the Police Athletic League that Deborah made allusion to. Arthur, you are the executive director. How is the Police Athletic League involved with the block party and with the police department?
3: Well, I am a full-time police Officer with the City of Miami Beach Police Department. I've been a police officer for 26 years with the City of Miami Beach, and I am the executive director of our Miami Beach Police Athletic League, which is the oldest PAL in Florida. We've been around for 65 years, celebrating our 65th anniversary, and we are an extension of the police department, providing quality youth programs, athletic and academic programs guided by full-time police officers in partnership with the business community as well as professionals in the education area as well.
0: This is so important to reach the youth while they're young and become friendly with them. You know, there's in a lot of places, unfortunately, a sense of the police are the bad people or the youth are the bad kids. And what you do with the Police Athletic League is you're bridging that gap. Can you see differences in the young people that you work with, whether it's athletic or academic, after they've had a chance to get to know police officers as people?
3: And you brought up a good point. When I started with the city in 1997, we were mentoring in 12th grade. Then we realized that was too late. Then we started mentoring in middle school. Then we realized that was too late. So we have a program called the Kindergarten Cop Program. Oh, my gosh. Kindergarten, we have a police officer assigned to every kindergarten class on Miami Beach. And they meet with their classes once a month. They read, they embrace, they talk. Because we want a child's first meeting with a police officer to be positive. Right. And so that's why we started the kindergarten cop program. Because let's face it, most interactions when police are called to the home, it's not a positive interaction. And so with starting programs from pre-K and kindergarten. Now we're creating a bond where I'm not Officer Robocop, I'm Officer Deborah, I'm Officer Hazi, I'm Officer Art. They know us, they come and hug us, and we've created that embracement within the community, I always felt if we get to the kids, we could get to the parents.
0: Right. And this is like an extension of the old Officer Friendly movies that we used to see in elementary school. But at that point, Officer Friendly was kind of sufficient seeing a little movie that said, don't talk to strangers. And, right. you know, we'd go back and forth with, well, should we help a stranger or don't talk to a stranger? And some of that is making your own best judgments. Now it's kind of like, don't talk to strangers, don't accept candy from strangers, don't get in a car with strangers. And knowing that the police officer is the first person you can go to and trust makes such a big difference in people's feeling of security, particularly in a huge city like Miami Beach with so many people and so many tourists. You know, you don't always know who you're talking to. And with us,
3: I run programs throughout the city of Miami Beach. So my demographics are from Latin to Jewish to all different types of races, we teach them self-respect and embrace, but a partnership with the police. We have tough questions. We have, you know, dedicated questions to talk about what's going on in today's society, to build that rapport with our young.
0: And this is really important. Like you say, the rapport is so critical in bringing people together when you have multiple cultures that may have different standards of how they do things, and you become the factor that they all have in common. And when you talk about each of you being there for 21 years, 26 years, 16 years, that's another thing that I'm sure must go toward helping them feel comfortable is they're seeing the same faces year after year, and you're true to them, so they know they can count on you.
3: Absolutely. And that you brought up a great point. You know, it's about continuity. Now we're teaching the younger officers the way of policing that was taught to us. You know, respect, be courteous, and different things like that.
0: If someone wants to support the Police Athletic League or get involved, how do they reach you?
3: They can reach me at our website at beachpal.org or at info at beachpal.org. But going to our website at beachpal.org will show all our programs, activities, what we're doing in the community as well as how to volunteer.
0: And the block party is actually a benefit for the Police Athletic League, is that correct?
3: Yes, what we did was we turned it into a fundraiser as well, getting in private donors as well as the business community to come in and support our PAL and the projects that we're running. We support and do projects for over 4,000 youth annually. And we work in conjunction with other PALs throughout Florida, like North Miami Beach PAL, North Miami PAL, City of Miami PAL, et cetera, all the way down to Key West.
0: Well, congratulations to you on the work you're doing. Certainly, I as an adult appreciate it, and I am sure that the 4,000 youth annually that you work with also appreciate your work. Again, that is beachpal.org, and you'll be represented at the block party, right?
3: Yes, I will. The mistress, the wife got me working very hard. So I'll be the guy dirty carrying tables and chairs around. So if anybody wants to feel sorry for me and give me a hand, let me know.
0: Okay. Now, Officer Hazi, this being your neighborhood, Mid-Beach, and you mentioned that there's a large Jewish community there. It's a large Orthodox community. How are you arranging things on the day of to be respectful of different standards for the community?
4: So, yes, thank you. So, we've made it a point that we're going to have all male performers. We're going to have a band playing some music as well. And they're going to be firefighters, actually, from Dave County. And they're going to be playing. Also, we're going to have a fitness component to the party, but that's going to be done early in the morning. So, we're going to make sure that for the folks that don't want to participate or don't want to be there while the uh, fitness expo is going on, we're going to make sure that everybody understands the run of show and what the times are. For each event so in case somebody does not want to be part of it they don't have to be there for that also we've taken into consideration we want our community to participate and everybody in the city to participate as well so we have made you know accommodations for kosher food and snacks so that way everybody gets an opportunity to come out and enjoy all the free stuff that we will be providing for our community
0: that's wonderful and obviously this is a family-friendly event Is there any age group that's a minimum or it's okay to bring strollers with newborns?
4: Like we said, this is a family event. This is for all ages from newborns to senior citizens. And like I said, there's going to be activities and there's going to be fun for everyone to be able to enjoy and take advantage of this.
0: Can you give us a little preview of the run of show? 10 to 11 is the fitness hour.
2: Yes, Ellen. So from 10 to 11, is it's about health and fitness. And like I said, that's, you know, provided by some of our wonderful businesses that are in Mid-Beach section. So they're very well structured and they know about the community and what they offer. So if anybody wants to come out during that time we would love it. We have uh, Sobe Pilates and we have Adrian the Warrior Flow that is amazing. Yoga and meditation and then we have Fitness by Fernando who does great Zumba uh, lessons and all of these are businesses on our Miami Beach. So that's going to happen there and then of course we're going to have our police explorers there and then we're going to have our honor guard. We're also going to have someone singing our national anthem and then of course after that 12 Clock the party starts. We're going to have DJ Ivy, and of course, the wonderful DJs from Cox Meteor is going to be there as well. And then we have a full kids zone there. We have cotton candy, rock climbing, snow cones. We have such a big event for face painters. Like I said, it's tons of fun. And our unit, Community Affairs, is giving out free bike helmets because we want to make sure that all the children. In our area, uh, you know, getting ready for their summertime, are able to ride their bikes and scooters safely. So that we provide- is
0: fantastic. Yep. That's really big. So while supplies last kind of giveaway.
2: Oh yes, but we have a lot. So. Okay, awesome. <laughs> we know that's the longest line ever. So <laughs>
0: okay. And then Officer Hazi, I just wanted to ask you again, as the liaison for Mid-Beach, you know, this is the third time and you've moved the block party to different neighborhoods each year. How did it come out to be Mid-Beach this year? Why is it your zone and and what do you hope to accomplish?
4: So basically it's been done in the south end. Two previous parties were done in the south end. A lot of our residents in Mid-Beach were asking, well, how come, you know, we have the parties in the south end? And there's nothing going on in mid beach so i took it upon myself to include my community into this wonderful community event and make sure that everybody feels that they're included and basically made sure that we made it attractive for my community to come out there and support our police department
0: that is wonderful in your 16 years with the city of miami beach police department that's an extraordinary run, just like Devers' 21 and Arthur's 26. What is it about Miami Beach PD that makes it a place where you want to stay?
4: Well, first, I mean, it's a beautiful city. We have the ocean. We have palm trees. We have a host of different type of uh, entertainment venues, hotels, the theater.
2: You know, I would say as well, you know, what makes us this department and the city is so unique, but the buy-in. The buy-in from our residents and the buy-in from the businesses and the community. You know, I can say this because I came from two other departments. I've been here 21 years, but in law enforcement, I have 33 years. And the fact that the city, our leadership and our elected officials, they love our officers. And I think that is definitely what makes most of our officers want to stay here. And this becomes a career. And I'll tell you this, the community has the trust and faith. And, you know, you walk around and everybody says, hello, we're very close in community here. And that is what you feel like a family. It's a job, but at the same token, you feel like a family here in in Miami Beach. And that is why most of us retire from here. And even when we retire, we come back. We continue because you know you actually miss you miss that family structure. Our colleagues, you know, we're all family. It's it's so welcoming, and this is one of the reasons why the officers here love to stay.
4: I could tell you, I can stand in probably any corner within my community, and at least two or three cars will stop by, and say, "Hey, Hazi, how you doing? How wow. are you doing? How's okay, everything?" So. It's like Deborah said, it's like a family to me. I even come here on my days off and attend birthday parties, weddings of, you know, people from my community. So that's probably one of the most important reasons that I feel like it's a family. So it's not just work. It's a family that we come to every day. So
0: I can tell how special it is. You pick up the vibe just from talking to you guys. And, you know, when you say people are inviting you to their family events, obviously, most people don't do that for the average police officer. So what you guys are doing is obviously right on and the community appreciates it. And I want to be sure they know where to get more information if they have questions or just want to look at a website with details to plan their day.
2: They can call me actually on my cell number, which I'd be happy to give you. Sure. 305. 218-7463. eight seven four six three we're still looking for businesses that want to participate in the block party and as we said it's a great fundraiser for the police athletic league who's a 501c3 so you definitely will get a donation letter but you know the wonderful thing about this is that there's nothing more rewarding than giving back
0: that's so true
2: and you know you feel good about it you're not only that you're teaching the youth um the respect and, you know, just engaging and being involved. And that's why we're so excited to collaborate with the Police Athletic League on this this year and to celebrate their 65th year. You know, my husband's very humbling, but a lot of people don't know what the Police Athletic does. And, you know, they are responsible to make sure that every child does not go without a Thanksgiving meal. They spend that and make sure that every family has a Thanksgiving meal every year. In addition to that, they do a great back to school. Make sure you have all your supplies, all your book bags. You don't need anything when it's time to go back to school. Uniforms, haircuts, they provide that for our citizens because sometimes people feel that, you know, this is Miami Beach and everybody's wealthy, which is not the case.
0: And also so, if you have large families, even if you can afford correct. to live on the beach, if yeah. you've got You know, a lot of children, that is expensive in itself. That is correct. People don't always look at the inside story. You know, they see a house, they say Miami Beach, and they think, oh, you know, rolling in the dough. And that's not necessarily the case.
2: That's not necessarily the case. So he provides a lot of resources for the children in this community. So it's an honor to, you know, work with him and it's an honor to make sure that our kids get the tools to succeed and cuz that's so important. And a lot of our kids that are involved in the police athletically, when they go off to college and they, you know, graduate, they come back. They become mentors to other children. Um and so that speaks for itself. Yeah. So If anybody wants to participate, please reach out to us, of course. Um, Once again, my number is 305-218-7463. I'm Deborah Martineau. You can reach Arthur Martineau as well at the Police Athletic League. And his information is
3: beachpal.org or info at beachpal.org.
0: Okay, and for Officer Hazy, we'll just drive by the corner and
4: wave. <laughs> yeah, you, can dr- exactly. you can drive by the shoe, and I'll be right there.
0: Okay, <laughs> there also, we go. You can um,
4: also reach me at 786-320-2682.
0: Okay, two more questions, just very briefly. Deborah. are there particular businesses that you're looking for who have specific items that you'd like to have on hand, whether mm-hmm. it's something for kids or for adults or a kind of food or a beverage?
2: Well, thank you. That's a great question. So the main thing, because I mentioned that this is a give back community day. So, you know, we have our young people, we have our seniors and, you know, just people that come and they'll go from booth to booth and, you know, they have their bags and they go and, you know, so we have a lot of our businesses giving out swag or food and we want to make sure that you know, when they come and they come hungry, they get to have food. So if you're a business and you're able to provide that, we would love to have you. And plus, like I said, we expect a lot of people. And you get to meet a lot of residents and you get to meet a lot of tourists that are visiting that day. So it's really it's, it is actually a great event for business as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is like the best advertising you could ask for. Having absolutely. thousands of people come out and see you in person. That's right. That's right. Uh, And just finally, Officer Hazi, is there anything you would like to say to the Mid-Beach community or any of the others, south or north, who want to come along to invite them personally to Prairie Avenue and 41st Street?
4: Yeah, sure. No, we just want to make sure that everybody comes out to have a good time. You know, we want to promote unity, family, union structure. And uh, we just want everybody to have a good time and take advantage of this party. And hopefully we can continue to do this every year with the support of, you know, our local businesses or just businesses that are interested in coming out here and showing us some support.
0: All right. Well, we'll be there every year that you do it. And with you and Deborah and Arthur involved, I have no doubt that the unity will be there and everyone will have a great time. So I thank you all for your time and look forward to the 23rd. We do have the information on our website, so you can go there and look under events. You'll see it listed. And of course, you can call Deborah 305-218-7463, email arthur at info at beachpal.org, or call Officer Hazi 786-320-2682. Most importantly, show up at Prairie Avenue and 41st Street, right next to North Beach Elementary for the third annual City of Miami Beach Police Department block party. You're going to have a great time. Thank you to all three of you for what you've invested in the city, for the time you've given, for keeping us safe and for giving of yourselves to help the community. We appreciate it. Thank
2: you. Thank you so much, Ellen. And thanks to Cox Media for always supporting the Miami Beach Police Department. Um, We thank you always for sending the message out um, on behalf of all of our officers and our chief and so forth. Thank you for your partnership. We really appreciate
0: it. It's our pleasure. While we're on the subject of police officers' contributions to our community, you may recall our recent contest asking for nominations for a hometown hero. Well, Maria Morales in Miami offered up Miami-Dade County Police Lieutenant Nelson Andreu. And to tell you the truth, he was a little reluctant to talk to us, feeling like he had done nothing out of the ordinary which to me is even more an indication of the kind of hero he is. But I'll let you be the judge of that. Nelson, thank you for letting us talk to you finally. How long have you been with the Miami-Dade Police Department?
4: Uh, 24 years.
0: Wow. Congratulations. Thank you for protecting our community. Thank you. Your cousin, Maria, nominated you as a hometown hero, courtesy of Blakely Law. And she told us a story about there was an accident and you got out and rescued people. Can you tell us a little bit about what happened?
4: Yes. I was uh, on vacation with my family, uh, playing golf on a golf course. My son alerted me that there was a vehicle uh, by a lake. I ran over to the vehicle, observed uh, an elderly lady driving the vehicle. She appeared disoriented. I asked her what she was doing. Uh, She ignored me and proceeded to drive into the lake.
0: Oh, my gosh.
4: Yes. I called 911, and I jumped in the lake and uh, was able to get her out of her vehicle and back to shore safely.
0: This is a much deeper story than I was aware of. And I know that you had felt like this is what anyone would do in normal circumstances. But I think this is really above and beyond what most people are capable of. And yes, you're a trained police officer. But still, what you did is really like Tom Cruise in a movie.
4: (laughs) Oh, wow. Um, But but to your point, I, I think that all of us officers who, you know, Sign up to take the job. We're never really off duty. And uh, I think I just happened to be there. God placed us in the right sure. spot. I think i had done what have done with anybody else did.
0: We are very grateful. And because of your heroism and, you know, hometown hero can mean anything for some people. It's their neighbor because they brought them a meal. So you are still a hero even though you're a hero every day as a police officer. And we're grateful for that. And for that, Blakely Law wants to give you a $100 gift card and a plaque with your name on it saying that you're a hometown hero. And we congratulate you and thank you. Thank you so much. I'm truly humbled and honored. I thank you. And thank you for listening to Community Focus this morning. If you have questions about today's show or would like to suggest a topic, please feel free to email me at ellen.jaffe, J-A-2-F-1-E, at cmg.com. Join us again next Sunday for an all-new edition of Community Focus, and have a wonderful day.